Welcome to the New School of Marketing podcast, the place for smart, simple strategies that will amplify your business results. Sharing practical tips, insider knowledge and actionable advice because marketing is something that every business owner can do. Now, let's get started. Introducing your host, Bianca McKenzie, mum, lover of snow sports, camping, horse riding and in-demand launch strategist and Facebook advertising knowledge bank. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I hope that you are well wherever you are in the world. It's actually still quite odd to hear stories from the other side of the world because here in Australia, life has pretty much returned to normal and we don't have any um, community COVID cases and transmissions. We spent over six months in a very strict lockdown here in Melbourne last year, but now we have our freedom back. And although we still have to be cautious, of course, We don't really have to wear masks anymore, except in some cases, like in medical settings. And when I spoke to mum recently, she mentioned that in the Netherlands, where I'm from originally and where my entire family still lives, um, they still have a high high number of cases and a number of my family members actually have COVID or had COVID. Thankfully, they're all safe and not really affected by it. But anyway, it's just strange to be here on a safe island. We can't leave Australia, at least you know, not easily. Um, And we can't easily come back if we actually leave the country. And anyone who does is put into 14-day mandatory hotel quarantine. But yeah, it makes me so super grateful for all the hard work that we did last year to now be able to enjoy such freedom. Anyway, let's get into today's episode because this is a marketing podcast and not a COVID one. So today I want to talk about analyzing your Facebook ads results, what to look at and what it means. So Facebook Ads Manager dashboard gives you a lot of information and it can be quite overwhelming if you're not familiar with it or you don't really know what you're looking for. When you open up the dashboard, you'll be presented with the default columns that focus on performance. And it's a really good start and it does have a lot of different um, things that you can look at, like not just performance, but you can go through um, different presets that give you really good information that you'd want to be looking at but it doesn't quite give you all of the information. But before we dive into the Ads Manager reporting dashboard, let's take a step back. The first step in analyzing your results is to look at your goal. What exactly did you set out to achieve with your ads? And this will help you determine what you need to look at in terms in terms of your reporting, at least in terms of your end result. The next thing that will help you look at all those results is to map out the journey your prospect takes to get to where you want them to be and what you want them to do in terms of your ads. It's a bit like reverse engineering by starting at the ultimate goal of your ad and the thing that you want your prospect to do and then working backwards. Ideally, you map all of this out before you run any ads, but I'll go through it here to help you analyze and interpret your Facebook ads result. I'll go through two different examples. The first one is a conversion ad for e-commerce. So the end goal is to encourage people to purchase your product. And there's a number of statistics that you want to look at. And when I'm talking about e-commerce, I am talking about products that are not incredibly high price. So, you know, up to a couple hundred dollars. And that might not necessarily 
involve too much sort of thinking and you know sitting on their decision kind of thing if you have a super high-end jewelry kind of um, product it takes a different kind of strategy but we're not talking strategy today we're looking at results so what you want to be looking at in terms of a conversion campaign for your e-commerce ads is your main goal would be to have purchases so purchases is one thing that you want to look at You also want to look at your ROAS, so your return on ad spend. So how many times are you making your money back or are you making your money back? You also want to look at the initiated checkouts. You want to look at ads to cart. You want to look at click-through rates, so CTR, click-through rates. And you also want to look at link clicks. The reason you want to look at these, of course, purchases, it's kind of like a given. You want to see how many purchases... Um, were made as a result of the ads. So the purchases, if the pixel is all working correctly, it'll show the number of purchases that were made. I generally also look at purchase conversion value. So how much money did those purchases result in? Um, And then your ROAS is how, you know, for every dollar you spend, how much are you going to get back? And you want that to break even, you need that to be one, but ideally higher than two or three. Then you also want to look at your initiated checkouts. How many people actually, you know, went to the checkout and initiated the checkout, whether they completed it or not. And you want to look at your ads to cart. And the reason you want to do this, you need to look at your numbers because there's always going to be more people that add to cart than people that purchase. And then there's generally a drop-off from people that added to cart to then initiate a checkout. You just need to look at what that number is, like, how big is that drop from adding to cart to initiating checkouts to purchases? And if your drop is too big and you need to look at statistics for this and find benchmarks for your industry, and often the way to do that is to simply Google um, conversion statistics or conversion benchmarks for and then insert your industry. So because if your drop-offs are much higher than the benchmark for your industry, something's not right on your website and you need to address that first. It's the same with looking at your click-through rate and your link clicks. So your click-through rate, your CTR, tells you the percentage of people that are clicking on your ad and actually going to your website. And as a sort of minimum benchmark, you want that click-through rate to be 1% or higher. That tells you that your ads are actually working and hitting the mark. If it's under 1%, something's not right with your ads and people are not interested enough to click on it. So it could be your images are not hitting the spot. It could be that your copy is not quite reaching them the right way or your audience could potentially be not the right audience that you're advertising to. But if your click-through rate is lower than 1%, you need to address it with the ad. Something with the ad isn't right. If your ads to cart um, and your initiated checkouts and your purchases aren't hitting the benchmarks, then something on your website isn't quite right. So this is why I wanted to do this episode because a lot of people don't really know how to read their statistics. They don't really know how to look at their results. So we look at a number of link clicks and then, you know, if the click-through rate is under 1%, something's not quite right with the ad. But we also look at the whole picture. If you your click-through rate is the right number, you know, if it's above 1%, it 
It means that your ads are actually working. People are clicking on it. They're interested. It's captured their attention. They're actually clicking. But if the next sort of steps are not making up the right numbers, that's where you kind of need to spend your attention. And this is why you need to look at all these numbers. A lot of people are often to say, my ads don't work, but they don't look at the full picture. If people are clicking on your ads and your click-through rate is over 1%, your ads are working because people are clicking and they're actually interested in to, in, to see what is beyond the ad. So if your purchases aren't quite up to scratch, you need to look at your conversion number. So that's another thing you need to calculate is your conversion rate. Look at how many link clicks you're actually getting. So how many people are going to your website versus how many people are purchasing? And I've said this in a previous episode, the average number of the average conversion rate for an e-commerce store is 1% to 4%. And it really depends on your specific industry. And uh, Google what the benchmark conversion rate is for your industry, but between 1% and 4%. So you need to look at how many link clicks am I getting versus how many purchases am I getting? You might not actually be getting enough traffic to your website to get to a certain conversion rate. So... This is why I really wanted to do this episode because you need to look at the overall picture. If people are clicking on the ad, it means that your ad is working. If people are not taking the next steps, i.e. initiating checkout, adding to cart uh, and buying, it could be that there's something not right on your website. It could be that they are confused with the checkout process. They might just be abandoning cart because... Um, The shipping is too high. Like if you have no information about your shipping on your website and people start start adding to cart and initiating checkout and you get a massive amount of people leaving um, the checkout process, it could be that they are just surprised because you didn't tell them about the shipping up front. So look at all of your numbers and determine which part isn't working before you discount that the ads are not working because your ads actually might be working. Okay, so the next example is for a list building campaign. So you want to look at the number of people who have signed up for your lead magnet, for your freebie, and you can either track that with a lead pixel or a complete registration pixel, depending on how you've set it up. I'm not going to go into how to set up pixels at the moment. There are two different ways to track it. Um, And depending on who you learn from, some people use a, a lead pixel, some people use a complete registration pixel. As long as you are consistent, it is totally okay. In terms of what you want to look at is you want to look at the number of signups because that's what you're advertising for. That is, you know, the goal of your ads. And again, you want to look at click-through rate and link clicks. So if people are clicking on your ad and they are clicking through and that is over 1%, your ad is working. If people are not then signing up for your free offer, So your conversion rate, your landing page conversion rate is low. If it's lower than 20%, something is really wrong with your landing page or your audience. So, and this is how we look at this kind of data as an ads manager. We look at it, okay, well, what's happening? What is this telling us? People are liking the ad, they're clicking on it, but then they're not taking the next step. There's a disconnect between the ad and the landing page. And this is why I usually teach people to keep the ad and the landing page reasonably similar in terms of copy and things like that but if there is a disconnect there people not go, not going to 
to take the next step. So look at either your audience, your audience could be wrong, but if your ad is reasonably similar to your landing page and they're clicking on it, that means that they're obviously interested in it. If they're not taking the next step, then something isn't right on your landing page. So it could either be not working, actually like technical issues, or the landing page might just need to be updated. Is it actually working on a mobile? You know, is it mobile optimized? So you need to look at each of these statistics and go, okay, what is this telling me? Because so many times people discount the ads and they say my ads are not working, but they need to look at the overall picture and see what actually isn't working. Now, I did say 20% for a landing page. I'm a little bit of a high achiever and I have quite high achieving clients too. So we usually go for a minimum of 50% um, conversion rate on a landing page and ideally higher. But for some industries, that is just really really challenging. So determine what is a good benchmark for you. Most people say 20%. Yeah, I like to sort of go for a higher number. So you need to also then keep an eye on the conversion rates. So both for an e-commerce store in terms of purchases and for um, advertising a lead magnet. So list building, you need to look at your landing page conversion. And this is not a number that Facebook automatically calculates. It's not something that comes up in any of the reporting or columns. So you need to either create a custom metric inside of your report, or you need to just manually calculate it. Look at the number of link clicks, look at the number of purchases and calculate your purchase conversion rate. If it's for a lead magnet, look at the number of link clicks and look at the number of people who actually signed up and registered for your free thing and calculate the conversion rate. So this is why I wanted to go through this. I am so passionate about ads telling you a story. Your ads data tells you a story. And if you're not sure how to read this story, it's really easy to say ads don't work for me. But what I'm often seeing is that ads do work for people. It's just that they either don't get enough data to come through to tell them what is happening and people kind of are worried about wasting their money. So they switch off ads and they say ads don't work for me or they don't actually use the data to then improve things and they just discount it. So I'm so passionate about this. So look at your data, read the numbers. What is it telling you? Your ads might actually be working, but it might be telling you that you need to change something on your on your website or on your landing page because those parts are not working. All right, go through all of your ads statistics, have a look at each of these numbers. And another thing, you need to have enough traffic to go through it. So if you're running ads at, you know, five to $10 a day, and you switch it off after two days, you're not going to have enough data. I would say leave it running for at least a week to 10 days before you're getting some data that actually is going to help you. If you want to do it faster, put a higher budget behind it, but you really need to let it run for a while to be able to actually get some solid data to tell you what is happening. Because you might just be, you know, another click away from a sale. And this is why I am yeah, so excited about this kind of work because it it's all in formulas. It all comes back to the numbers. So if your website converts at 2%, you actually can calculate how much traffic you need to be able to make sales all the time. 
And whether or not those sales are profitable, that's a whole different sort of calculation. But it is all a numbers game. And the majority of websites perform according to benchmarks. So like I said, Google conversion benchmarks for and then insert your industry because that will help you a lot with all of the work that you're doing. All right, that's it for this week. I really hope that this was helpful and I can't wait to teach you more next time. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the New School of Marketing podcast. If you are ready to take your business to the next level with Facebook and Instagram advertising, make sure you visit newschoolofmarketing.com to download free resources, plus subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. Until next time, take care and market your business every day. Bye.